Boldness is a quality that everyone should possess. Boldness is the willingness to take risk and act innovatively. Your ability to be confident and to be courageous even at the midst of circumstances makes you bold. Welcome to today's episode. Sit back and enjoy because today I'll be talking on boldness. It's going to be power-packed because I'm going to be sharing my personal experience of how I overcame fearlessness and how I became bold, how I was able to bridge the gap of being fearful, the the gap of being extremely timid to the position of being confident, of being courageous and being bold as a lion. It promises to be amazing. Sit back and enjoy. Podcast with Mary McIntyre. It's amazing having you here. Amazing to be sharing with you on how to build your personal development. It's going to be wow. Sit back and enjoy. Okay, guys, I trust you're doing very, 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 very well. I want to greet you all specially. If you're listening to my podcast for the first time, I want to welcome you specially by saying you're welcome, you're welcome, you're welcome. Yeah. And if you're a returning listener, you're welcome to this episode. It's glad to have you here. Thank you for tuning in again. And I'm telling you, you're going to be having power-packed time with me. You're going to have an amazing time out with me. Okay, so just sit back and enjoy. So today, I want to talk to you about how I overcame fearfulness and how I was able to transcend from the realm of being fearful, being extremely timid to being confident. You know, this is my testimony. This is something I had experienced and I would like you to sit back. I'm very sure you're going to learn one or two things from my personal experience and see how I was able to move from the realm of the timid me to the realm of the confident me. I was able to achieve boldness. I was able to build the helmet of confidence, the helmet of courage around me. Okay. Now, let me tell you, let me take you back to my foundation. I happen to be an introvert amongst extroverts. Now, I used I I am actually 
an introvert in my family like i'm the only introvert or the only pronounced introvert so it means i i was i was obviously an introvert why the rest were extrovert now this make me very very made me very very more into my shell why because everything they did was not just making so much sense to me i was always wanting to be alone i always wanted to to eat alone i always wanted to be locked up in the room i just always wanted to be all to, by myself and you know it was something that was quite funny to others other didn't really understand why somebody would want to be like that but that was my personality that was something that was a quality that distinguished me from others now it, it began to become a problem because they were not blending in and neither was i blending in so there was like there was a, a line drawn between high and others now i was not able to understand myself so much neither was i able to understand other persons i just always wanted to be alone you know i was not ready to mix up with people i was not ready to communicate so much you know i i was I was, you know, I, I was somebody of very, very few words. Say a few words and then I just lock up. Even even though I have a lot of things to say in me, but I didn't really know how to bring those words out. And such the reasons I'm going to let you know as time goes on. You know, so, you know, I was, I was like that. And I remember that when a visitor comes to the house, and everybody goes to welcome the visitor hey welcome welcome now if it's a visitor that i definitely have to go greet like a family member very close family friend you know i will just i will just leave my room to go see i'll just leave the room to go to go welcome the person and you know when i get there as soon as i say oh good morning or good afternoon or you're welcome sir or welcome ma See, so yeah, I would just be hoping this person doesn't create so much conversations with me. More than, how are you? And I'll be like, I'm very well, thank you. Oh, I'm fine. You know, sharp answers. Because I just want to leave that vicinity. So I was, I was, it was also a display of shyness. But it was not just that. It was more of me being, even people are not shy around. I still do same thing so it's not completely a product of shyness but it was just me being me avoiding people me avoiding things me avoiding circumstances me avoiding seeing the faces of people you know seeing the faces of people was maybe like it was maybe, maybe i don't know it wasn't as if it was scary but i just wanted to always be alone and immediately after i, I do the greeting i dash back to the room so many times I lock myself or I pull the door to myself as though as I've locked it and I will be all alone by myself in the room. So it's either I am reading a book or I'm writing a, writing a content or I'm writing a story or I'm composing a song or I'm drawing. I would always be busy with my pen. You know, my best friend used to be a book, any book, like there's hardly any book in, in, my, in, my, in, my, in my house then that doesn't have my handwriting on it so i was always writing i was always writing i was always writing i just love to do that you know even when it was family you know when it was 
family time, when family, you are playing games, you are chatting, they are drifting. I just like to be exempted. You know, even times when my dad would call me forcefully to say, okay, come and stay here. Or my mom, and then they'll be like, why is she always been indoor? And they'll call me, you must be here today. You are part of the family. We are doing this together. Even when I'm there, I will just be like, oh God, what's this? I'll be looking for the slightest opportunity to just run away back to the room. I was not, I just like that lifestyle. Now, it did not just end at home. Even back then in school, in my environment, I did not have any friend. In church, I did not have any friend. In school, I did not have any friend. I didn't have a best friend. I was just like that. In church, you know, once we go to church, and unless I get to church, I'll just go to the choir stand. And if I would be roping, I would just sit down in the congregation. And once they just share the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ, I guess, I will be the one disturbing my parents to let us go home. You know, if I, if I that time I have to, I'll go home all by myself because I just, I just didn't want to create an avenue of being around people so much like that. I will tell you the reason soon. So just sit back, you would enjoy me. Okay, so even in school, in school too, I was like that. I didn't have a best friend and I didn't even have a close friend, the close of a best friend. And I was just going to school. I just had friends on the surface level, but I didn't really have somebody that could say, this was my friend. This was the person I was coming to or that was coming to me. You know, I was so, so on my own every year so the 360 degree of my life was just i me and myself now let's move to why i was like that you know i was because of my personality i didn't really understand i did not understand who exactly i was i did not understand my personality so much i did not i saw it more as a disadvantage because you know, I used to be very surprised when I see my siblings, I see my family members, when they talk. You just, you know, they could say about five cent- sentences at a go without even really thinking through. You know, they could just keep saying, when they open their mouth, something keeps coming out. But I wasn't somebody like that. I'm somebody that, you know, I was somebody that, you know, you know, I have to think over something before I say. So if I want to give a sentence, I have to think, I'll ruminate about it ruminate over it in my heart i have to form what i want to say first before projecting it out and then it was a big deal so to every five sentence of a person of another person i i could i couldn't do more than one sentence so and many times even that one sentence was quite quite be a big deal and i began to feel bad about it like okay i think i was you know i began to feel like oh this person is, is so bored, you know, person will be bored being around me. I beg, I'm just, that's just who I am. I don't talk so much. And let me just, since I'm not the talking type, let me just keep to myself. That's why I kept on telling myself. And again, another thing that made me like that was, I, you know, I, I was a very person of very, very few words. And many times, even when I know what to say, I used to feel, what if I say rubbish? I used to feel, okay, what if I talk and nobody makes, it doesn't make any sense to anybody? Or what if I talk and I get shunned? Or what if I talk and I'm, it's just as though as I'm blabbing? You know, I begin to give myself reasons why 
my speech might not be perfect. I never consider reasons why my speech can be perfect, so or can be can make any sense. Even even in class, then in class, then let me use. I'm majorly focusing on my teenage stage. Back then in class, let me use my secondary school now, for instance. Back then in class, if a teacher asks something and I know it, I would rather not talk. In fact, I would not even talk at all. I would rather tell the person next to me the answer and tell the person say it. And if the person says it and it is right, and then I'll be like, wow, that's good, that's good. But he answers that. So I always tell myself, okay, even when I have the content, I would have a container to help me convey the message. So it continued that way. And people were not even helping matters. I was surrounded by people who saw that, who, who looked at me as I was hot. People who never accepted me for who I am. People who always made me seem like, oh, what's, why is this one always like this? You know, that, that was that was really a, a a very big deal for me, and it kept on making me go back to my shell. Those times I forced myself to say, you know, that one sentence. You know, you your people telling me that ah, when Mary says, you know, Mary doesn't talk, or you know, the one she says is like a bomb. I do not really understand that. According to there was somebody that said that over and over. Now, according to this person, I didn't really know that what the person meant. It was a positive one that, okay, when I speak, the, according to the person, it was a bomb means that that when she speaks, there is always value to get from it all. You know, it's always making so much sense. For me, I did not understand it that way. I actually thought what the person meant was, you know, when she speaks, she just say, you know, a bomb, like she just explode, like it causes an explosion. And, you know, I just concluded explosions must always be bad. And I didn't ask questions. Asking questions is even another big deal for me. So I didn't ask questions. I didn't because I didn't. I, I never always wanted anybody to laugh at me or to say words, awful words to me. You know, some things I was began, began to make me get back to my shelf. Even in my school, then my secondary school, in the midst of my friends, you know. The, the one time out of many times I tried to say, okay, today let me even try to communicate when, let me even try to play, you know, and I, when I go to the midst of my friends when, when they're playing, and I happen to be the center of attraction, probably there's a conversation and I want to say something, you know, there's this shock that used to come backing up that moment everybody gives silence to hear my word to hear my, me speak and then i'm like oh everybody everybody's quiet to hear me speak what if i say rubbish you know and then sometimes i'll just run away sometimes i'll just keep me down i say somebody's like i don't even know what to say again you know i just look for or i'll just i'll just start stammering or you know i just look for a way to keep that process so i was i was doing more of listening and less of talking i did very 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 extremely less of talking i wasn't bold i lose my my self-confidence was not just there and another thing again that really affected me was the fact that my friends and my secondary school friends were more of persons that used some some 
unruly words you know such words i wasn't trained to use such words i was trained from a very humble background that um and you know morally you know as a christian the moral behavior especially the words you speak was very very important so you know going outside and then you know having somebody speak to me in a language that is that is awkward as a way of hurting me so much and you know you know and that that was so common then in my secondary school when you you say something you know they would there there are ways at which your friends will twist that word against you or probably turn it to the the tell lies against you on the name of whining call it whining then say ah and you know you you know I, I really got so pissed about certain things because I was always too serious about everything. So I felt why should you tell lies against me? Why should you say I said this when I didn't say it? You know? So some things had a way of getting me back to my shell. So the little opportunity I I, I the little times I was able to to stress myself out of my shell to say, okay, let me move out. Let me let me try to blend, you know. I always have a lot of things that takes me back to my show, and that's one of it. Another thing again is, you know, using languages that are uncalled for. My friends were fond of, or my classmates. Now, let me use the word classmate. I know friends. My classmates were, were very fond of using words like "madman," "come here," "come here," just you know that kind of thing. And then you're like. Why would you call me a mad person? Why would you call me a mad lady or mad girl or mad something? If you want to communicate with me, communicate with me directly. What is mad? Or, hey, you are stupid, Jire. You are foolish. I was something. I beg your brain is empty. You know, such words are words that they utter playfully. And, you know, everybody will just laugh over it and then it ends there. But to me, it doesn't end there because such words has a way of germinating in me. I will, because, you know, I told you, I have somebody that is very intentional so to everything i do i'm very 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 observant about such things i'm very sensitive so when you tell me such words it such words begins to germinate and then once you call me stupid for you to have called me stupid that ends the conversation i was just like oh you call me stupid what have i said now to for you to call me stupid and you know then it was just like a normal way of doing just like a norms you call stupid normally not because you offended the person the person offended you it's just a way of just catching phone you know, such words, such vulgar languages were used to catch fun. But it was not just making sense to me, you know. Those words are not fine, they're not cool, they're not good. So why should you use such words for me? So such things were things that kept on making me go back to my shop. In my environment, the little time, those, I, the, the little time I tried to get out of my shop and say, okay, let me go see, play with my neighbor or something, you know, and I get there and I see, I just like the, the I, I just get irritated by the, by the character of such person or probably, you know, I, I just always wanted things to be, you know, the way people thought was just completely different from the way I, I thought. So the, my thinking was way, way, way different from everybody's thinking. So I, those things always kept me back in my shell. Now let's move to how I overcame this. I continued with that habit till I finished secondary school. I was so shy. I was not 
you know and it really affected me so much even in my academics i was not bold i was always in my shell i was all i always kept to myself let me share this funny experience with you even in class then in secondary school then i my glasses like no i didn't have a glass then then i you know when teachers come to class, except mathematics teacher, most of the teachers used to dictate, and I'm a very fast writer. So I'm always excited when the teacher comes to the class to dictate because I write very fast, so I'll write. But the day the teacher says they want to write on the board, it becomes a problem for me because I couldn't see the board. That's why I thought I was sitting in the front, or like I was sitting in the third seat on my roll. I think at some point I'll sit in the second seat, at some point I'll sit, sit in the third seat, but still I was still not seeing the board clearly because there was a lot of gap from the board to the chairs. Now, so I will now try to be copying from my neighbor, from the person sitting next to me, and I've had it over and over that the person would just shout at me, What is it now? Why is it? Don't you see it on the board? This, something is on the board. I am copying from my nose. What's the meaning of that rubbish? Let me, you know, just shout at me that way. And then I'll feel very bad. You know, it doesn't take anything from me to actually tell them that, okay, do you know that I can't see the board? You know, but I was always scared of what if I see it and they laugh at me. Because my friends were like that. They laughed over everything. You know, they were, they never take life serious. You know, most of them. I, definitely not everybody. But... I was in the midst of extroverts too. So many of my classmates were also the playful type, people that take life so so simple and all of those things. And it was a big challenge for, to me. And because of that, the little time I tried to, to say something to some people, it never turned out well. You know, I try to maybe I try to be free with some people. It never turned out well. So because I just felt I was different, I just believe that nobody understands me. I am just me, and I began to dislike myself. I didn't really be, you know, it began to affect my self-esteem. My self-esteem was dropping by the day. Was dropping by the day. Boom. Now let's leave this too when I finished secondary school. So after I finished secondary school, I became a jumpite and I was seeking for admission. But at the time I was, I got university admission, my dad was like, okay, instead of you just sitting at home, why not just enroll to um, the College of Education? At least when you are there, you'll be gaining more knowledge so that when you go to university, at least your knowledge will have been broadened better. And then I was like, okay, yeah, that's very true. So I went to Adenio Ogunsoya College of Education in Lagos State, Nigeria. That was where I went to. And my I studied chemistry, integrated science. That's what it was called then, short for short, ISC. So I was in chemistry, ISC department. In college education, you have to choose two courses. So I had to choose. So chemistry was my core course, and I guess it was my subordinate course. In my department then, in chemistry department on its own, the crowd was so much, ha, you know, and so I always, always look for a corner to stay in the laboratory. I never, you know, I don't used to stay in the front, I don't used to stay at the back, and I, I just used to find myself in one corner where I would not be noticed. That's how I used to live my life, and it was a big deal for me being, I never... I never, <laughs> I cannot even remember any time addressing 
the my classmates before or talking openly so i don't answer questions i was just always so shy i was just so shy i was not bold i was so so shy and it continued that way it affected me even even my academics it was not just so so cool it was not a cool one for me even when some of my classmates tried to talk to me i just always do for a to run away from them just because i just want to avoid conversations i just want to not really because i cannot talk i can't speak english yo. <laughs> you know you know sometimes they, i just wonder like wait babe why are you like that? it does not as if i couldn't speak english but then i was shy of i was suffering from low self-esteem actually so i was always feeling okay what if i cannot meet up to the standard of what this person is expecting in aspect of conversation i was just always wanting to be all to myself and then i met a friend i don't know how come but this person told me that a few conversations i had with this person and obviously i knew it must have been a very short one because i cannot remember a long conversation with the person as i then so person was like i don't know something tells me you're a great person and then i'm like oh what's this one thing <laughs> You know, why well, you are a great person, really. Why would you be a great person and you you don't even know for yourself? That, that was what I was. That's what I just, I was like, mm, it's one of those talks, Jerry. Someone just wants to come and speak much and go, you know. I just, I just felt that way, like, ah, no, you <laughs> Like, on top lie. <laughs> All right. So, it was not making any sense to me. The person just said it and then I just didn't take it's serious because I did not believe in myself. Ah, why would you tell me I'm a great person? Me, me like me. <laughs> so that was it. Then the turnaround came. There was this there was this organization that came to organize a three days program in my school. And I think the organization is yes. The organ, I don't know if it's the name of the organization or the theme of the program. Now it was yes, youth empowerment. Yes, it's an organization. It's an organization, youth empowerment summit. Now when these persons came, it was as well as they came because of me. Everything they were saying was just about me, and for the first time, I had a reason to value myself. For the first time, I had a reason to believe in myself. For the first time, I had, I had. I had a message that was related to me. I had something that really made the real me to that really brought out my innate ability, something that really made me appreciate God for my existence. And that was how my turning point started. Now this program was like a mindset program. It was like so like a a a development, personal development program where they came and they reorientate, reorientated us as individuals, made us understand, you know, the place of purpose, why we are created, you know, who you are exactly, you know, something. I think it's a foundation. I think that organization is a foundation. But they were, they were, they were, they came to my, to my school, I think on invitation, I can't even really place how it happened or who brought them or anything. All I knew was, I attended that program and then I had a shift in my mindset. 
I had a shift in my mindset and I began to reason in a better way. You know, the scripture says in 2 Timothy chapter 1 verse 7 that for God had not given us the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. God did not give us the spirit to fear. Many reasons why many of the reasons why i was like that was because i was full of fear fear of what if what if what if asking myself unnecessary questions you know allowing the devil dominate my heart and also it is but of power you know i began to feel the direct power of god in my life i began to feel the direct power of god dominating and domineering my life i began i, I had to I, I no longer had to 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 do things on my own, but I at that point I saw the necessity to depend solely on God, and I began to feel the power of God and no longer my strength, but His strength. And you know, see, it says and of love. I began to feel the presence of the Father real. See, before that time, prior to that time, I was a Christian. I was going to church. I knew there was God, but I didn't have the intimacy. I didn't have personal relationship. I didn't have. So I, I didn't, and I had a very, very poor mindset. I, before then, I was, I was, I was, I had a depressed mindset. I had a, an extremely low low esteem i was just not what god wanted me to be i was way 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 far from it but you see that was a turning point of my life i had the, this one message one message one encouragement you know for the first time i had people that that spoke so much about my personality and then you know one of the things they talked about was personality traits introvert being, i was like wow so i began to love myself I began to love me for who i am and that was how my story began to change then you know that that work of foundation that guy has done in my life that god used that guy the last thing the guy said that you are great you know i that that word you know began to germinate in me and gradually god used him to God used him so much in my life and then he would tell me, okay, you know what, you are going to, let's just, you will give me assignments, go and read this particular part of the scriptures, go and do this, go and do that. And I was, began, I, was, I was beginning to have a reorientation. Note this, prior to that time, I used to read books, like I told you. I read books, but I didn't know how to apply these things. I read books, but my orientation was so poor. I... I go to church, I listen to messages, but a lot of things were wrong. A lot of things were wrong, but that was, that year's program, the Youth Empowerment Summit, was what God used, you know, those, that program was actually created because of me, that program was actually done, because that, in fact, after then, I, I cannot recollect them holding such program again in my school, I can't. Till I finished, I didn't think, I don't think I, there was any program like that again. Like, that yes, those people did not come again. I don't think they came again because I didn't come across flyer or banner like that again. But that one I attended was specially because of me. That was where my orientation was, was flushed. And then I had a, a, a rebirth of mindset. See, one of the reasons why you might not be doing what, well in what you're doing might be because you have a poor mindset. 
one of the reasons why you might be in the situation where you are today might just be because you are not doing it the right way and the reason why you're not doing it the right way is because you are still doing it in the wrong way and the wrong way is being done because you, you it's being done the wrong way because you are still carrying the wrong mindset mindset was you know mindset is everything Every change starts from the mind. And trust me, the moment that transformation took place, do you know that academically I began to do extremely well? I don't even use months. The next, immediately I took jam, I took another, um, I wrote post me, and then I gained admission to the university. But that got you that period to groom me. God used that period to help change me. And then, I used to be a very timid person that doesn't talk in the midst of people. I began to become somebody that, you know, so without fire, because I now had a new orientation, when I got to university, the first, my, my, my department then, I studied chemistry in university. So when I got there, me, you know, I remember I told you that when I was doing NCE, my college education, I was always in a corner in my department. Like, I don't really, not everybody might have even known I existed. I was like that. But when I got to the university, I was not just an important person in the department. I was somebody that if I miss a lecture, my lecturers will definitely ask about me. See the change? Either I used to be a very shy and timid person. I began to take tutorials. I think take mathematics tutorial. I was not in mathematics department. I took mathematics courses tutorial. I took chemistry tutorial. I took physics tutorial. I was there. In fact, carryover students of the 400 level were, were looking for me. Like, where is Mary? Where is Mary? I take them tutorials. And that was how the transformation became an amazing one for me. I was able to, I was, that was how I gained my confidence back. That was how I, I was able to, be, to build courage and I was bold. But the boldness came as a result of yielding myself. I was, you know, you know I, was, I was able to yield myself to, to changing my orientation having a proper mindset and that was even the point i began to to value god and I, that was the point i was able to begin to enjoy relationship with god can you see how i how i transited from the realm of the extremely timid person to the bold person you know and gradually gradually like that leadership positions started coming different you know different opportunities started opening just because i was able to reorientate you i went through the process of transformation through a purging of my mindset i would like to share with you some nuggets that would help you exhibit that boldness in you you know that's second Timothy one verse seven. I said, you know, as, and the last part says, and of a sound mind. You know, God has not given the spirit of fear, nor of power, and of love, and of a sound mind. When you are a sound mind, everything about you will be beautiful. So that sound mind is very important. 
I allowed emotions to rule me so much. Before, you know, I was so encompassed in emotions. I was so encompassed in what people would say, what reaction I would get. I never put myself, you know, I don't used to put myself in the factor. It was no longer about me. It was always about people. Do you get it? So now I want to share with you a few nuggets that would help you, that helped me, that has helped me, or that, that is still helping me, and I will still continue to help me to mental boldness. Now listen to this. Nugget one. Exercise emotional control over negative emotions. You need to exercise emotional control. You need to be able to be emotionally intelligent. Don't always bring out the issue out of no issue. You know, sometimes we we actually I used to do it very well that even when death has not come, I've killed myself. Now this statement is not death in itself, but I'm trying to say, you know, I bring I looked I used to look more on the negative side and forget the positive side. So exercise emotional control over negative condition and negative emotions also mental discipline one of the things i learned that has helped me is to have a mental control to have mental discipline have a control of what you mentally feed yourself with of how you think of how your thinking pattern is being operated also i began to make optimism my watchword you know i began to to apply the power of optimistic outlook also i decided to always be a finisher so to everything i've started i i made it an obligation to start and finish what i start sometimes the reason why we are not bold is you know when you do a project and the project is not executed and you know there's no outcome there's nothing to show for it you will not be bold to do another one or to tell somebody that i I done this thing but what you've done and you've concluded and you know you excelled in you'll be bold to tell somebody else about that thing so another thing i i i ensured i did was i i ensured i i made myself a finisher Another nugget, don't be a complainer of what you don't have. Rather, create solutions to the wants you want. Don't always be a complainer, oh, I don't have this, I don't have that, or this person is not this, this person is not that. Try to create a solution in your own way. If it's something you can actually work on, please do. If it's something you can actually, for instance, you have, let's say for instance, you find yourself around somebody who does, who has a very bad habit, and that bad habit is very irritating to you, and you've talked, 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 person is not changing. Or in an organization, you've talked, 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 there's no changes. Just try to do that. Try to be the change yourself. Try to, try to, try to create that change with your, with your, you know, try to act the change. Act the change. Many times it works. And the last nugget I'll be giving to you. Ask God 
this thing I want to do, you know, this thing I want to do, is this, is, is this my step in line with God's instruction? Many times, the reason why we're not bold about a particular project, you know, you're not bold about this, what you want to do, is because you know deep down that God's instruction, you know, is against God's instruction, or God is not in your steps. It's not God that is ordering your steps. But definitely, if God is the one ordering your step, there's this kind of confidence, boldness you have that will make you, that, that you're going to exhibit, that will make you boldly express that which you want to do. I hope you got value with this podcast. I got blessed. And it's a blessing for me to share how I was able to move from the, the realm of being extremely timid to the realm of being bold. You know, many times when I tell some persons that I am a shy person, well, I don't know, but, but 90% of persons tell me that it's not true. Except my family members, people ex, you know, extremely close to me, even my friends don't see it. <laughs> that, it's that funny. So it means that, that shows progress. So when I want to do when I want to do something, you know, there are many times I've been called to speak somewhere or to minister, and you know, I'll get there, I'll see people. You know, you have you know opportunities where I have to speak to about a hundred, two hundred, and over that, and then I'll just man, I'm like, wow, this is me. You know, the who I used to be is not somebody that can actually even in the midst of four persons, it used to be a big deal for me to speak. But now I can boldly speak. You know, now I used to say that if the whole of Nigeria stay, I can speak now. So I've been able to move from the realm of being extremely shy, of being fearful, of being extremely timid, of being, of being less confident, to being bold, to being confident, to being courageous. So if I could do it, then you can do it. I wanted to say it. If she could do it, then I can do it. So what is it that you need boldness in? What is that thing that you really need courage? What's that thing? You What's that project you want to do? That, but what is delaying you is you don't know how to gather yourself. You don't know how to put yourself together to execute it. I'm telling you today, because I did it, you can do it. Try to apply this nugget I gave to you. Try to, whatever you've learned from my experience, try to apply it and trust me, you can do it all right if you have a review feel free to send to me on my social media platforms you could chat live with me on podroom just go to podroom app or the through your chrome browser just search for podroom and then search for boostability podcast then you will have access to chatting with me live don't worry i'll be i would create time to respond to your chat as soon as i see them all right guys if you have any review you have any question for me or you want to have a conversation with me or there's a topic you would like me to talk about on this platform feel free to communicate that with me on instagram my instagram handle is i am mary mckinday on twitter on facebook on linkedin my handle is mary marking day thank you very much guys for listening you know i love you so much and let's really talk about let's go to our affirmations before we call it a day affirmation for today i like you to say after me you know like i used to say don't say because i said you should say it but say because you actually mean it say i 
choose to be courageous. I am bold as a lion. I don't have the spirit of fear, but I have the spirit of boldness and adoption. I have the spirit to dominate. I have the spirit to possess my possession. I have a sound mind. I experience the power and the love of God in everything I do. I exercise emotional control over negative emotions. Henceforth, I kick off boldly. I kick off confidently to execute that project I want to. God help me. me. Amen, amen, amen. <laughs> All right, guys. Thank you very much for listening to this podcast. It was nice having you. Bye. Mm-hmm.